And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Lauren Conway. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Matt. Man, it's hot. It it's is. super hot. I can't figure out why. You know, I, I feel like summer might have something to do with it. I think it's because we're in Phoenix. <gasps> That's right. We are in Phoenix. Well, not really, but we're kind of in Phoenix because we're going to talk about Phoenix's top startups. And it's super hot in Phoenix. That's the one thing I do know for sure. Yeah. I actually saw a screenshot of a Phoenix weather week and like the temperatures yeah. were in 112 degrees and I I couldn't stand that life. However... Phoenix is actually pretty cool. Have you ever been? I have been, and it was super hot, super dry. I remember getting yeah. out of the shower at the hotel and like being dry instantly. Yeah. So the water was just absorbed off of me. Now, <laughs> speaking of absorption, we are going to absorb some information or maybe give out some information. I guess absorbs the opposite, right? So we're yeah. Gonna we're going to produce, we're going to put it out there. We're going to produce information about Phoenix's top startups before we get too far into that today. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult and Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Visit Fullscale.io to learn more. And for those of you that are regular listeners, you know, Lauren often if not almost always, joins me on the top startups, although we did have Startup Hustle TV co-host and cast member Hernan Sias join us recently for San Diego's top startups. I mean, how do we not invite Hernan for his You know, hometown? If, if it wasn't going to be me, I'm glad that it was yeah, Hernan. I mean, He's an awesome the, dude, and yeah. it makes sense. But there's a few things about our top startup list that we like to clarify in the beginning. And the first one being just because we say you first – does not mean you're first on the list. This is kind of like you're on the list or you're not on the list kind of thing. So, you know, when we get into the first, the first uh, companies on the list, like I said, that's, that's not, uh, it's not a ranking thing. Yeah. It's yeah. You're on or off the list. Yeah. So we got 11 amazing companies, Woo-hoo. three of which we will be featuring in, in episodes specifically with the founders of, the companies. So I'm going to go ahead and lead off and very, the very first, but not, not, not necessarily number one company on the list is home key systems led by CEO and co-founder Shane Edelstad and CPO and co-founder James Carr. So this is a, the industry that home key is operating in is technology and information and internet, and it doesn't really narrow it down. So I'll give you a little bit of an overview. HomeKey home provides homeowners access to hundreds of details about their home, which in turn delivers a highly personalized home care plan. 
Uh, it's founded on the belief that on, the home ownership should be simple and easy for everyone who touches the home throughout its lifetime. So, you know, what you're looking at is, you know, HomeKey tracks maintenance and future home improvements. And so, Lauren, when was the last time you changed the air filter? I knew you were going to ask me something like that, and, and I know. couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, that's, I have no idea. That's what HomeKey is going to help you. So the thing is, is, is like a, a lot of people need a little bit of help with that. I'm that's guilty right. of the same thing. I'm mildly handy. I'm not going all the way into handy, but uh, you just forget about a lot of stuff yeah. that needs to go into your home. And there's, you know, I don't know. you. Well, and the, the I think the other thing to remember is that if you put in the incremental small amounts of time to replace the filters and fix the I don't know the widgets or whatever, I am not handy. Uh, but if you if you put in that little bit of time, you're saving yourself expense down the road. You know, if you're keeping up with your home maintenance, it's it's going to save you a lot of time and money, right? Yeah, and that, it's really easy to forget about a lot of stuff, and oh some God. of this stuff <laughs> it can be you know so I at my home recently and I hadn't had my gutters cleaned out forever. And I, I come to find some water stains on my walls because one of my gutters was clogged and oh, I no. hadn't done any maintenance. And now I've got a whole nother thing that I have to fix. So anyway, leading off with home key systems and a little bit of home maintenance. So I pass the mic over to you, Elsie. Hey, hey, next up on the list, second in, in the order, but not necessarily second in our hearts. We have hard hats. Uh, CEO and co-founder Cassidy Hazelton leads, and it looks like we're, we're talking about Hard Hats is a two-sided SaaS web model application and marketplace for contractors, workers, available crews. So what they're doing is they're providing an on-demand recruiting platform, and they're connecting construction workers, professionals, crews. They're connecting them to contractors to combat downtime and labor with available jobs. So it's, it's an ideal solution for contractors that are looking for support without needing or without wanting to engage recruiting support. Um, you know, it, it's a marketplace. And I got to tell you, I, you know, particularly since the advent of COVID, you know, we've got, we've got construction crews that are just, you know, sitting around and we've got, you know, people that need to engage with contractors and we've got opportunities, um, you know, anything that can combat downtime, help make construction prog projects more efficient. I'm in. How about you? Well, I think that, you know, this is excess capacity in a lot of cases. And I've seen quite a few platforms that, uh, you know, throughout the top startups list that we've done over the last couple of years that are wanting to help businesses maximize the excess capacity they have. So if you've got people, if you're a business owner and you have a crew of people that you're going to have uh, on, on the clock from 8 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m. and you have the ability to get them out and earning the business some revenue, that can be a good thing. On the flip side of this, there's a lot of, in the construction industry, especially for general contractors, there's often a need for certain things. So being able to tap in and get, get, I don't know, get people connected so they can do business with each other is something I'm all about. Heck so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it looks like Hard Hat, they, they help you vet folks and they, yep. they conduct interviews and they get information for you. So they're, they're really just kind of streamlining the whole process. Well, you, you hear all this stuff about a labor shortage. And, you know, so when I use the term excess capacity, I might be a little generous with the use of that term, meaning, you know, there's, there's more work than people to do it in most markets. And we're seeing that occur in everything from tech positions to home construction 
And, you know, the, the thing is, is most businesses are, and they aren't in the necessarily in the business of recruiting and hiring. Although in the current job market, most businesses are forced to be in the recruiting and hiring market. So it's a challenge. And I, I like what, I like what they're doing. All right. Next on the list is hammock and that's H A M M O Q. You know what I dig about that? It's a unique spelling, yes. yet it is still pronounceable. Yes, true. Thank you, Hammock. Thank you. <laughs> we always run in. You know, the, the, I mentioned Hernan sitting in in San Diego, which was a particularly unpronounceable list of names. So, How yeah, many X's, Y's, we, and silent S's did it have? We struggled with that one. So H-A-M-M-O-Q.com. Well done. Co-founder Ty Blunt and uh, Siddharth Lunawat. So hopefully I got that right, uh, Siddharth. If I didn't, that was a good I apologize. Try. So Hammock good provides re-commerce sellers an artificial intelligence listing solution to automate their business and their tech platform enables resale of items, lost SKUs, overstocked, and other pre-loved goods. Pre-loved just meaning anything that is out there in need of being sold. Now, why is this important? Okay, if you, I, I, long before I was in tech, long before I did a lot of stuff, like many other people, I worked in and around the retail industry. I've worked on the retail management side. I've worked on the, uh, the manufacturer side. And it, you can really pile up a lot of crap. You're talking about lost SKUs or resale of returns. You know, just all this stuff can, it's easy to put it off to the side and not do anything with it. So I think any platform that helps you get your stuff out and for sale, and there's a problem that occurs that for those of you who don't know a lot about how retail uh, works is, you know, a, a lot of retailers are borrowing money to help support the amount of inventory they need to keep in the store. And if you're old, returns or any stuff, any overstock or just any of that stuff piles up and it's showing on your inventory, the people that do your, your inventory financing will reduce your credit significantly because they're like, Oh wow. If 20% of your goods are shit that didn't sell, can't sell or came back on return and just piling up, they're not going to, they don't want to necessarily loan you more money to, make bad purchasing decisions or whatever. So that's why you see so many things in retail stores that are like 80% off because they need to just get it off the books. So I I think that anything that helps, you know, another thing too, is you'll read about this in a lot of places is a lot of, uh, so with supply chain lagging and, and, and retailers or online sellers unable to get the right kind of inventory in, they now have the wrong kind of inventory because they were selling to people that were had needs while on lockdown in a pandemic, and now they have different needs. So right. there's a lot of a lot of news floating around right now about about retailers having the wrong stuff to sell. And sure, you know, obviously the world of venture capital agrees this business has raised nine million over three funding wow. rounds. So yeah, there's there's you know, like I said processing overstocks, returns, and used goods. So, yeah. So, Matt, can I ask you a question? I I hope I have an answer. I I hope you do, too. I think you will. If you had to estimate, how many industries do you think you've worked? Because I've heard music. 
and I've heard retail. So music was technically, (laughs) I've worked in the music industry, but I worked with musical instruments. So I worked with either manufacturers that made musical instruments, which is like a multi-billion dollar industry. So I worked the most recent, the last stop was with Roland who sells $5 billion worth of musical instruments per year. It's the world's largest maker Ooh, of electronic. Yeah. It's a lot, man. right? Uh, electronic crazy. musical instruments. And so that's everything from like guitar pedals to keyboards to licensing MIDI sounds. Are um, whammy boards a thing? Is that a thing? Whammy bar. Well, is it a whammy well, bar? that's a part of a guitar that okay. most people will have, but there okay. is, there are like, uh, there's a, a crybaby pedal that make wow, wow. You know, like you can step on the pedal and that wasn't a, that was a product by another manufacturer, but but yeah. So I, I mean, that was a decade of, of my life. And then I I technically was in e-commerce when I owned the ticket business and, and, uh, software for well over a decade now, Okay, which has encompassed everything from being a, a a SaaS founder to to full scale, which is the sponsor of today's episode is 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 technically tech enabled services meaning okay. we enable our services through the technology platform we build so yeah, yeah. so not that many industries overall i mean but- it, it just feels like we'll be talk we'll we'll be talking about these top startups and very very frequently it seems that you're like well i i used to work in this and i did this and it's always widely divergent things well they but they're not they're okay. not in the end. I mean, I mean like they kind of touch, I guess I can see it. Yeah. I mean, it's technically was in the same industry, but got to touch. I've been fortunate before I was an entrepreneur to touch a lot of different things. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind, kind of like your, uh, your, your deep set of knowledge about this next. Oh God. Uh, well, next- can, so I was genuinely interested in, in the, que- the answer to the question that I just asked you, but I was also kind of stalling because here it comes. <laughs> Folks, we're going to be talking about C&D life sciences. Uh, next up on the list, the CEO is Rick Morello. They have chief medical officer and co-founder Todd D. Levine, MD. And I'm about to butcher some pronunciations, friends, Do but it. here it Do goes. It. Do it. I, was, I just want you all to know, I was literally like on Google, like, how do you pronounce True. this word? How do you pronounce this word? Uh, I, I said, Lauren, are you done asking Google how to pronounce words so we yeah. can record this episode? Yeah, and so, you told me no. And then I waited a few more minutes. And, and, then, then, you, and, then, you, and then you made me hop on this. So we're, here, here it comes, folks. Here it comes. I know that you are, are waiting with bated breath. CND Life Sciences develops an accurate evidence-based tool that helps confirm a di- diagnosis of synucleinopathy. Yes, synucleinopathies are a group of neurodegenerative disorders in which the protein alpha synuclein sure, accumulates abnormally to form inclusions in the cell bodies or axons of neurons, or I'm not even going to try the other one. It's, oli- well, I am going to try it, oligodendrocytes. Sure. Uh, all right. For, for folks playing even, at home, for folks mean? playing at home, yeah, like the, the nearest that I can, I can gather is we're talking about diseases like Parkinson's disease, uh, certain types of dementia, uh, basically diseases of autonomic dysfunction. And I actually know how to pronounce that word. So there. Uh, but yeah, th- those are synucleinopathies. And so they have developed a, a technology uh, using research. They've worked with multiple biopharmaceutical companies and they are trying to advance science in this field to help individuals detect, visualize, and quantify these diseases. There you go. That is my 
What, what do you think? How did I do? Can I get like a round of applause <laughs> yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah, you did way better. Not, yeah, that's, I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to touch Syn- this. Synucleinopathy. I was like, all right, I can do this. Uh, Synucleinopathy. Just because I can't pronounce it and doesn't mean. not asking me to spell it. Uh, seriously. I don't, I don't think I could have. I, mean, I do feel like that, that that's like a spelling bee word. Yeah, and there's right an eight-year-old there. kid that would spell it correctly. I know. I Yeah, seriously. But they that eight-year-old kid did like crazy drills for for years um okay just because i can't can't pronounce it doesn't mean i don't understand the value and we we've talked about this with a lot of our our top startup companies you know health tech um we're we're kind of sitting on this wave of innovation and i i adore companies that are working to make life healthier and and offer more quality of life to people who are suffering from chronic disease and illness. Um, so so good on you, C&D Life Sciences. Don't ever ask me to pronounce that again, but keep doing what you do. Yeah, I'm going with what she said <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm like even reading this. And I, I think that, you know, the one thing that stood out is, you know, any, I, I've been touched in my personal life with the effects that dementia has not only on person that's affected by it, but those around them. And, you know, that's one thing that always stands out to me. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about any of the science because yeah. I can't even pronounce most of these words. So, uh, you know, obviously the, the world of VC agrees they've raised 9.8 million over three funding rounds. So keep up the good work. Um, CND life sciences. Yeah. Well, right. well done you. Next on the list is wealth, just like it sounds, wealth. And you have CEO Rafael Lorero and CTO Peter Shirley. So you go to wealth.com. That's about as straightforward as it gets. Uh, So this is the first comprehensive estate planning platform that provides a holistic view of all of your assets visualized and securely stored in one place. And, you know, this this is something that, this is a platform that, yeah, I can see a use for this and uh, on a lot of different ways. And I think that, you know, as I mentioned, the effects of dementia um, touching members of my family and, and you know, as, as family members age and they want to pass along or <clears throat> track or keep, you know, keep tabs on wealth. I mean, this is this is useful and this is this wealth is available to a lot of companies as an employee benefit. And I can see use for it in a lot of different cases. And, you know, the, the unfortunate reality of life is that it will end for all of us. And I think that no one wants to leave their legacy as a mess for their right. kids or, or sure. relatives to have to unwind. And, you know, some of that stuff, too, is so my father was an attorney forever. And, you know, that's he would tell me all the time, I said, you know, he did a lot of estate planning and he said that it's, it, it tears families apart because yeah. they, well, first off, they got to find it, figure out where it's at in some cases and um, off, oftentimes disagree about what should occur with it. So I think to first clarify and visualize it and store it in one place, I mean, yeah. is, is important. I got to tell you, so, you know, some of you may know this, but my, my dad passed not too, not too, too long ago. It's been almost a year now. Um, and he didn't have a will and it was one of the most frustrating and just sad. And like, you know, you're already dealing with grief and then you have to deal with paperwork and being on like just all of this stuff on top of it and, and anything that can make that process easier 
yeah. for folks. I'm I'm a hundred percent in. Well, it can be really okay. You look at like so maybe I have ten thousand dollars in a Robinhood account. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, they don't send statements right. in the mail. And like, stuff how do you like even that. know? Like, it could be very easy for a lot of stuff to get looked over or, you know, just, I don't know, not, there isn't always a breadcrumb trail that leads to this stuff. And, yeah. It's, you know, it, and it's not very intuitive. And yeah. it seems like every phone call you make, you get, you know, the runaround and it spawns three more phone calls. Yeah. And, it's well, just there's, never and there's people out there doing fraudulent shit too. Yeah. So, you know, these places that you have to call are, you know, trying to protect your best interests. And, you know, you mentioned you're already dealing with a bunch of other crap. So it's like, what are you going to do? For sure. Well, in in the next company on our list, uh, you know, yet another very important industry. Again, we're talking about some health tech with Rivia Health. And I, I got to tell you, so I have a very persistent dentist. My, my dentist calls me. I, it feels like every week. It's not. It's probably like every couple of months. Like, hey, you coming in for your cleaning? Hey, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? Uh, you know, and, they, and then they, they have to bill me for the work that they do. Rivia has developed a, a payment technology that helps those, those very, very kind, very, very wonderful folks who work within the medical profession manage processes like that. They're helping patients uh, engage with their doctor's offices, their, their healthcare providers, and they're helping those offices get patients to pay their bill through engagement. And I, I love that. I thought that this was a really fun fact. More than 75% of patients pay their patient responsibility by day two after the organization starts with Rivia. That's impressive because I, I can't imagine the back-end office admin that goes into chasing down people to pay their bill. And, and Rivia also, they, they reduce a lot of different kinds of manual tasks. So they're talking about um, communication and payment platforms. They're... they're working to automate billing workflows, they're setting up appointments, they're sending billing reminders, they're communicating about co-pays or pre-service payments. That's a lot to manage for a busy practice. And I think we all know that the health industry, healthcare industry has been busy these past few years. They've had a lot, they've had a lot of stuff that they've had to do. So anything that can help streamline those processes, help those healthcare providers get paid um, and, and help increase those touch points, but also increase efficiency. I'm a hundred percent down. So thank you, Rivia Health. Um, You know, clearly we are looking at something that can make a very difficult process and a very difficult industry at times easier and more accessible. And I like it. Well, I think you, you know, everyone complains about the cost of healthcare and everything they have to deal with in regards to that. You used a, a, a key word that needs to occur to make that happen. And that's efficiency. Yeah. And if you, you mentioned a persistent dentist, I think we all have a persistent dentist. Do we yeah. have the same dentist? Cause mine, God, I get a lot of messages from my dentist now. I have, I have actually talked to my, my dentist office manager and been like, you know, you could dial you this down. You don't have to call so much Put it down to a six. Yeah. Dial, dial it down. A little and bit, she's very but- nice. Like I, you know, I, I certainly don't mind talking to her, but I'm like, do we really need the reminders every month? Yeah. Well, I don't think that most people are like, well, you're also talking about the one thing that like, it's literally on like a fear list. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Now, speaking of, of one thing you don't have to fear 
and that's finding expert software developers because it does not have to be difficult. And it is, it's like almost as difficult for some people as making that dental appointment. But when you go to fullscale.io, you can build a software team quickly and, a, <laughs> and affordably. Your segues today you like that? have been yeah. beautiful. Just I've been, flawless, I've been operating man. on a very high level. Dude, you should, I had one dude, the other day. That I need even, to like join you up there. I even that had, was good. my guest <laughs> even with gave a fist pump was like, wow. Yeah. Nice. That's the ultimate acknowledgement for a segue. <laughs> so you can use the full scale platform to define your technical needs and then see what available developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Go to fullscale.io to learn more. You know, that's my company. That's actually my business. That's, I I was yeah. I was aware. Yeah. Yes, I, I was. Now I love full scale. Yeah, full I scale mean... full scale is helping a lot of businesses do a lot of great stuff. And you know, there's a lot of things that are a huge headache and yeah. You mentioned going to the dentist. I mean, it's it's things that... How can you remove the headaches? Well, that's it happens a lot. It's difficult to determine like tech talent if it's yeah. any good because a lot of times people look really good on paper and then, and then they you're get like, in, they, okay, they got no show skills. me you can do it. And right. it's just like... Well, I, I got to tell you, man, and I, I don't know if I've ever actually told you this before, but... I have actually talked to multiple full scale clients mm. about full scale and they're probably going to tell me things that they're not going to tell you. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with them, but the feedback that I have always gotten is that full scale is chef's kiss, like making things easy, making things efficient. That's, I think that's our Pee Wee Herman word for the day. Uh, I, but making... he, I think Pee Wee Herman got canceled. We might need a different example. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he? He's kind of a perv. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Pee Wee. No, 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 no. He, well, all right. Anyway, yeah. neither he nor there. All right. Our word for the day, but can we go woo mm -hmm. when we say yes. efficiency now? Yeah, we can. Okay. We can yeah. start our own thing. I'm just excited that I got to tell you that someone was canceled. <laughs> you know what? I am actually very excited for that too. You're so woke. I know. I know. That's the word that people usually use to describe me. And I have, and I, you'll find me after this episode, looking that up on Google. Nice. Okay. So we talked about things that we don't understand and acknowledging that. And by the way, Lauren was cursing our show's producer it's for giving true. her some of these shows. Or some of these, some like, of the Jessica, startups on today's show. Jessica, I love show. you, babe, but I'm coming for you. Yeah. For that well, one. well, and so I'm oftentimes given the challenge of the ones that are highly technical, and I'm about to jump into this one. And I got a whole, I mean, you got this. I believe so in you. Mangaba Networks is led by CEO and co founder Brian Holtz and CTO and co founder Bob Morris. Now, what uh, Mangaba Networks is a satellite data service provider that uses an innovative architecture of HEO, that's highly elliptical orbits, and MEO, which is medium Earth orbit satellite constellations, and a terrestrial system of 5,000 micro data centers to provide accessible B2G and B2B connectivity. Wow. You, okay. you feel good about that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it now. Now, I will delve in a little bit. The the idea of providing uh, satellite data and internet is a, is a big deal because you know, you see this is also being tackled by uh, uh, what is it Starlink, which is you know an Elon one Elon Musk product. But yeah. the ability to do this through satellite uh, satellite constellations is allowing people to have accessibility to high speed internet. In that case, now. Uh, when it comes to data service and everything else, like, I mean, this is highly technical stuff and 
know, uh, $33 million in a recent Series A uh, that, that occurred this year. So congratulations there. There's obviously a need for what they're doing. And just moving forward with if you've ever been frustrated with your data service provider, you know, like, yeah. ever, like why do I only have one bar? Yeah, I mean, it, I it's almost a bar? daily thing. Can I, I like get more, more bars? Bar? I want more than one bar. But you know, this this there, there's an impact on this for businesses that can be pretty profound, and for sure. you know, including you know, just I don't know, you can run into situations where, well, you might be wanting to open your business somewhere and you can't because you have a crap connection. So keep keep on keeping on, and Gata Networks. And Gata Networks. Yeah. Yep. I actually kind of like saying that. That's going to be like my word. That, that's going to be another word for the day for me. I'm going to be Mangata? saying that. Mangata. That's fun to say. Okay. It is. I like it. I like words that are fun to say. Uh, speaking, well, this isn't actually particularly fun to say, but it is fun to think about because next up we have battle approved motors. Now, Matt, I don't know if you know this, but I actually used to work in the automotive industry. I did know that. Holy shit. You did? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, so mainly because I remember stuff. Yeah, you you are better at that than I am. I, I don't know if y'all know this listening at home. I'm sure you probably picked it up by now, but Matt's a pretty smart guy. Not true. Uh, it's very true. And you do have remarkable retention. Yeah, not according to my wife. Well, yeah. Jill and I will have a talk later. I tried to tell her. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm right 70% of the time, you did pretty well. Seriously. Yeah. That's pretty good, man. So battle approved motors and their acronym is BAM. And I love that. So I'm just going to refer to them as BAM from here on out, but they're developing an electric vehicle uh, for work and performance based side-by-side -side vehicles. Um, they're, really, they're looking to crack into the UTV market. So UTVs, uh, utility task vehicles, and they're building, they're working to build more economical, greener, better performing and safer UTVs. Um, I, I, I really dig that. They are, well, so I'll just go ahead and, and come down here. It looks like they have raised 1.2 million in investments. Um, so again, you know, we're looking at something that where there's a clear market, um, have actually been doing some research on electric vehicles and it is the wave of the future. Oh yeah. For sure. Go get um, one. Yeah. Go get one. Cause you're, if you don't do it now, you're going to get left behind. You're going to be late, um, but they are offering a consumer model and they, they, I, I kind of love this. Their, their slogan or their motto, uh, think prestige meets progress. And that just sounds very exciting to me, but, um, they, they're looking to revolutionize the electric vehicle market and that puts them on the front lines. And that means that they're pioneers in a market that is very soon going to, going to be the standard, be the norm, I think. Well, and you know, the use of UTVs is a lot more uh, common for those of us that live in cities, uh, but don't get out into the rural parts of the world. Yeah. Like anybody that uh, that does anything with agriculture, ranching, any of that, they've got UTVs or they look like, I mean, there's this little, like, they look like golf carts. With little they're, pick yeah, up, they're, pick kind of, they're the golf carts, yeah. but they're much higher performance and well, they're built for much more rugged terrain for sure. So, but let me paint the picture for you here. So they, uh, farmers and ranchers use UTVs to haul everything from feed to, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, wherever they are on the ranch. And they use them because right. they don't tear up the, the land the same way that like a pickup truck would. 
Um, and they're also a lot more fuel efficient. Now, if you're, if you're using something like that, it's a real pain in the ass to fuel it up all the time. Like, right. So my cousin has a, like a 2000 acre ranch that he does a lot of work on. And that's what I'm, wow. yeah, what's big, right? That's so, giant. So he, he's all like, he's looking for more electric technology. Cause sure. here's the thing is they have to keep this big fuel thing. Yeah. Like, and, you know, to get it filled up, it's a real pain in the butt. And, you know, you know, fuel can only sit around for so long before it actually starts turning into lacquer. And it's just like, it's just a mess. And, yeah. you know, I th and you know, you'll find that a lot of people that are out there, you, you know, working with this kind of stuff would really love to just be able to charge something up. And, you know, that's why, you know, Ford just did, you know, the most popular vehicle in America is the F-150 pickup truck. Right. I mean, and everyone uses it and Ford got such a robust response when they announced that they had an electric version of it, that they had to turn off the pre-orders because they were concerned that they would even be able to deliver those in a reasonable that's amount right. of time. So it just shows like the, the utility and everything that's needed. I'm all for anything that is moving towards electric. Yeah. All for it. All for it. And, well, and, and I mean, you, th yeah. you think about the implications, like you have environmental implications, you have convenience impl implications, yeah. you have like, like all, there are so many reasons to yeah. go EV. Yeah. And even uh, financial. I just got back, yeah. from, just got back from New York and gas was seven bucks a gallon. Oh my God. I don't, yeah. don't even get me started. Yeah. I, well, that's because in Manhattan, there's apparently like five gas stations or something, but the if it, and you know, much like the rising cost of cigarettes move people away from smoking. Yeah. When I was in Hawaii this summer, man, I've been a lot of places this year. You have. You've been traveling I'm going, a lot. I'm going more places. Too. I know. Getting ready to go to the Philippines. I already was I there. I miss you yeah. when you're gone. And and to an undisclosed country in South America soon, which I will bring all of you up to speed on when the time is right. <laughs> anyway, wait. it's time to move on to the you next sneaky, company on you the sneaky. list. You just wanted to slip that in there, didn't you? You're like, yeah, let's give them a little teaser. I'm trying to, yeah, I want to build that. <laughs> it's it's just like a you know the segues. You I'm gotta, gonna I'm gonna go ahead and vouch, and I'm gonna say it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm. Excited. I'm also excited about Radius AI, yeah, who yeah. is uh, led by executive chairman and co-founder Jeff Cox and CTO and co-founder uh, Abhinav Chowdhury. Hopefully I said that correctly. Uh, so Radius AI is a rapidly growing, uh, so they're in Phoenix and also have, have a presence in Seattle, but they focus on human-centric AI. So Radius AI turns your existing vision capturing devices into steady streams of valuable real-time real actionable data. So what does that mean? All right. So you've got, if you haven't dealt with the technology related to anything that you see, so you talk about, so a lot of the stuff's driven by, and I don't know, I don't have notes that Radius is, but probably on some level is uh, driven by computer vision. So computer vision is an open source platform that's used to basically stimulate or not uh, simulate uh, what the retinal view of things is. And, you know, the standard computer is a 2D thing. So if you talk about depth and yeah. just like all of that, like it's insanely complex and there's so much, all this, you know, everything from metaverse to AR and VR and all this stuff that comes out. You know, there's has to be technology platforms that can gather and process the stuff. So, you know, it, it, they use existing vision capturing devices to 
provide rich data, employee nudges, and assist businesses with operational efficiencies. So this is, whether whether you don't know what all this stuff is or not, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. And you talk about being able to, you know, the closest thing I could compare, like a vision technology use was, you know, you ever go to look for a house on like realtor.com and something, you can like maybe get the like somewhat decent 360 degree view. It's right. Like, you know, or like you go to buy. You, well, you, and it, it, like there's always like that fisheye yeah. effect. I don't know if they're trying to make that, the rooms look bigger no, it's, or it's if it's just. because they're trying to capture the broad side of it. But that's, yeah. that's poor vision technology processing. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> your, your, your view with that, it's even, you know, we even had a past guest on the, with the Kansas City based startup that builds the app that, that paint makers use. So you can take a picture of your room and you can see what the paint looks like. Here's the thing is there's all kinds of shades, shadows, reflections, all of that. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said about how you go about viewing that. So yeah, radius is, uh, they're on point 7.1 million in funding. And, uh, that's amazing. No, I, I, I love that. You know, something that interesting that I'm finding as we're kind of going through this list, I feel like we have some some trends in, in startups in Phoenix. Because next up, we have another construction tech product. Um, we've seen e-commerce, we've seen construction, and then we've seen, what was the, what was the other one that we've seen? Retail, e-commerce. Um, so, so I find it interesting, and I, I, at some point I'd like to drill down a little bit further in that. But next up, we have Mosaic. And Mosaic, uh, CEO and co-founder Salman Ahmad and chairman and co-founder Sepp Kem- Kemvar, excuse me, um, you know, founded in 2017, they are a construction technology company, and they are, are hoping to make residential co- construction more scalable. And so they... they I, I kind of love this because I, I'm picturing like a little digital guy in my head, but the company operates as a digital general contractor. They're providing construction and related services to home builders and res- residential developers. They are intervening in processes and, and making them easier, and they're they're relaying them to their integrated platform. So they are, you know, the, the product that they have built, their platform, they've created a single dynamic and unique source of truth. And I find that there's some beauty in calling it truth uh, for each home built and, and distributed across the entire workflow. Um, you know, they're, they're helping residential uh, constructors, they're helping them gather data. They are controlling data flows. They are managing bidding processes, um, supervision, payments, daily tasks. Um, so really just kind of becoming a one-stop shop for efficiency. I want to hear a that's right. We yay, said it. Efficiency. Uh, yay, efficiency. Uh, but you know, they're creating an efficient center for workflows and, and, and ways to get your house built. And I, I dig that. Um, I am, I, do you ever just go, we were just talking about Zillow, but do you ever go on Zillow just to like, look just to see? Yeah. Cause the available? price of houses is shot through the roof. I know. And you know, as I watch my neighbors sell their houses for huge amounts of money, I'm like, wow. So it's yeah. really more of a gawking kind of thing. Now you mentioned seeing some trends. I think one of the reasons you, you, we've noticed is we go to different 
is we do top startups in different cities that you'll see little clusters of certain types of top startups. I, you know, Phoenix, to the best of my knowledge, is one of the still one. Of, it's been one of the fastest growing housing markets uh, in the United States. And yeah. well, a lot of people move there in, in, to Arizona. They want the weather. You know, they Ugh. move there and retire. They now with that you have rapidly growing areas, you know, and and so you're sure. going to find startups and businesses that are solving the inefficiencies of whatever is local first. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we're recording this in Kansas City, which is uh, in the middle of what is known as the animal health corridor. So you right. see a lot of like, I mean, we're here in a somewhat agricultural area. Yeah, well, we're and surrounded so by rural of, areas yeah. and we have a, we, I, I mean, we're kind of known for, for what, like our cattle trade and like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense for sure. Well, and, and that's, I think that's why you've seen a lot of the, the construction trends that are, you know, coming up now when it comes to housing, I mean, these are problems that need to be solved and, you know, you see this, the price of homes shooting North and the, the government, the feds trying to, to, uh, you know, counteract the inflation problem by raising interest rates. And a lot of people think that, you know, they're saying, oh, the last time we saw prices shoot up like this, there was a bubble. Yeah. Uh, there aren't really signs of that cooling so far right now because there's such a massive supply and demand issue. And right. they call it the law of supply and demand for a reason. And that's because with certain things related to, you know, to economics, um, you can't, they're lost because you can't, it's like the law of gravity. You can't just decide that grab, you can't just counteract that. Or if you can, I mean, it would be real cool if, if you could, if you can, we don't know how yet. Right. And so, but when it comes to supply and demand economic, as long as the supply is small and the demand is high. Now, when we had the financial crisis in 2008, the supply of new homes starts, meaning like homes that are about to be built or scheduled to be built or projected to be built was way out of whack. The supply and demand was not what it is now. So right. I think anything that solves the issue about building homes, um, you know, there, we're like four and a half million homes shy of what we need to be at available to like make that to even that out, which is yeah. pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. All right. So, so thank got, you. Thank you, Mosaic. Yeah. Thanks. Right, right. Thanks, friends. No, no, before we get into the last and the, the, the 11th, but not last, I should say, because uh, all of the companies on this episode of Phoenix's Top Startups, hey, you're on the list. Congratulations. Keep doing what you're doing. But now, if you need to hire software engineers, testers, and leaders, let FullScale help. We have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. When you visit FullScale.io, all you need to do is answer a few questions and let our platform match you up with our fully vetted, highly experienced team of software engineers, testers, and leaders. At FullScale, we specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more at FullScale.io. You know, wait, 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 before we go in to the next one. I just want to, I want to tell you something. Okay. I don't think you talk about one of the benefits of working with full scale enough. What's that? You get to work with a company that is helmed by the fabulous Matt DeCourcy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a benefit folks. Hey, I talked to a lot of full, a lot of startup hustle listeners. And by the way, thanks for the support. So we're coming up on, we just, I feel like we just did our 800th episode and now the production staff is 
leaning on me. They're like, you know, the thousandth episode's coming up and the it does happen so much faster you know. than you think. Like when yeah. we when we did the eight hundredth, I was like, wait, what? Didn't we just yeah. do like six hundred? What's yeah. happening? It was crazy. All right. So eleventh but not least on the list is the Rumble Kong League with CEO and co-founder Marcus Blashy and COO and co-founder Nick Vale. So RKL, as they were uh, as they are known, merges traditional gaming elements, web three functionality asset ownership, basketball, fashion, and collectible NFTs to build an engaging sports game ecosystem. So they're the first gaming title of the uh, Rumble Kong League is the first gaming title of the Rumble League Studios. And it's a play to earn web and mobile. Uh, It's currently under development. Now, you know, we've talked, you hear a lot of people talk, NFTs have been, have, have, Made a lot of headlines. In fact, you know, Matt Watson and I did a whole series about NFTs. I think a lot of people don't get them or understand what exactly it is that they do or play to earn. You can actually, basically, you can play video games. Mm-hmm. And the stuff you earn in the video games, you can turn into cash, which means you can actually go play video games and get and paid make for some it, money. Which yeah. is Which is a huge thing in a lot of countries that like the the Philippines being one of them where I've got 270 employees like that I watched a whole uh television special on it about they, they play Axie Infinity and they win all the stuff that's in there and they sell it and there's people like literally like making money like that's they're awesome. making a living off of playing video games but play to earn is like the more you play the more you gain and I don't know this is this is a a a, a rapidly growing segment of technology and the internet. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, there, there's a whole lot going into this and there's also going to be a whole lot of competition with that. So, yeah. um, you know, 4.5 million in one seed round and they're off and running pun intended. <laughs> yeah. You nerd face. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> well, we're almost, well, no, not yet. You're not getting out of here this soon. We got to talk about like, I mean, who, who on the list stood out for you? You know, I was actually thinking about this and I, I think I'm going to go with Bam. Uh, cause a, I like saying it, but battle approved motors just, you know, for folks playing at home. Uh, so first of all, I want a UTV and I want an electric UTV cause I think they're fun. Uh, but I also, I, I appreciate, I appreciate companies that attack in a pioneering, innovative, disruptive sort of way. And so, so I appreciate what they're doing. I think that, um, they are, they and companies like them are going to carry us into, the the wave of the future we're going to ride the wave um as far as the automotive industry is concerned that's i'm, I'm sticking i'm going with wealth and i say all that, right yeah <laughs> and that well that might have been a bit of a surprise to some people but i think that when it comes to estate planning it can be overly complex and a pain in the butt and like you mentioned you're oftentimes staring that in the face when you're dealing with other forms of grief and everything else. And I yeah, think that it's on, hard. I think that on a human and a personal level, um, having that stuff organized, you know, I've gone through that with, with aging parents and, you know, just seeing that, you know, I think a lot of people want to have, they don't want to leave a mess for people. And I think that that's a great way to do it. And I think that done well, it saves a lot of familial, 
um, relationships and, and times sure. of grief. So all for that. Yeah. Oh, see now you explain it like feelings. that. And I'm like, okay, I do have feelings. I knew that you had feelings, Matt. I never I doubted. I get accused. So like, man, I'm going to mention my wife twice in one episode. She's like, you got it. Some people have feelings, Matt. I'm like, I do. I mean, please explain. Please explain. Sometimes, you sometimes how you express your feelings makes me giggle, <laughs> but I know you have feelings. Hey, I just call it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I appreciate that, but I, I think you're right. I do actually, I do appreciate wealth. Like it's one of those where it's really interesting. Cause like the startups that I tend to like on these lists, they're either super disruptive and they're just doing like real cool shit or they have like deep, meaningful impact to people's lives personally. And like, I have personally experienced a piece of the problem that they're trying to solve. Like that's kind of the, so I feel like we've, we've covered that spectrum between the I've two I've noticed that I tend to pick the ones that are directly adjacent to the, to the shit that I'm dealing with, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Which makes for sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also I do tend to, to choose the ones that are easily pronounceable. I was going to mention that, but I chose not to because I'm so in tune with feelings that I didn't want to hurt yours. I will throw things at you because I'm not in touch with feelings. I'm just rage. Mm. Congra- yeah. Well, you should join the rumble Kong league then. Cause it sounds like you could, maybe that's not what it's for. I'll see you next month. <laughs> Startup hustles brought to you by fullscale.io helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button. Then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.